Good evening, fuckers, and welcome back to another edition of the Patriot Party Podcast. I'm Mick, and sitting next to me is my better half, which would be known as V-Lynn. That would be his much better half. Good evening, Patriots. As most of us know us as, and as you've heard, now you know more of the story, so hopefully you all are a little better versed as to why I'm such a dick. Well, that's not necessarily true because our listeners here might not necessarily all be deplorable Janet listeners as well. So I had the honor and privilege to go on Janet's podcast, The Deplorable Nation. She's got a much bigger reach than we do, so hopefully that'll turn soon. Um but I finally got to tell our story as I've been promising to do so here. So it went pretty long. It's a really long involved story. And Mick got mad because I, I left some parts out here and there. If I hadn't left some parts out here and there, we would probably still be recording. Big parts. So, I mean, I'm talking fucking huge parts to, oh my as to why I am the way I am and everything else. But that's neither here nor there. She is absolutely right. I thought she did a great job. I thought it went swimmingly and uh, talk about a crossover podcast that I think everybody should listen to. Definitely go check out Deplorable Nation and uh, Deplorable Janet. It would be her last uh, episode pod- number 26. Yes. It's called Never Broken. And uh, Outstanding did a great job. And I completely agree. If you haven't listened to it, go listen to it. And it actually has a lot of humor in it and some actually good cries there at the end because that's where we gave deplorable Janet her birthday present, Christmas present, slash New Year's present, slash every present that you could think of all wrapped up into one. And uh, we love her. And holy shit, she was floored by it. And well, Janet, let me tell everyone what it was, because, again, not everyone's listened to it. And it, the, the podcast is three and a half hours long, so they might not get all the way there. So go ahead. Um, we have the most amazing team of people in our Gilded. And I had talked to Janet at one point and. Um, she wasn't sure if she was going to be able to go to D.C. with us on January 6th. Uh, she had some monetary concerns. So I put it out there to our team. And within five hours, well, within a couple minutes, someone had booked her a hotel um, already paid for and put it and sent me the confirmation. And then within five hours, um, they put up a uh Venmo for travel fund. Um, so by the time we woke up the next morning, that was the middle of the night. By the time we got up the next morning, there was almost a thousand dollars raised to get Janet's plane ticket um, and all expenses paid. So she's got a plane ticket, she's got a hotel and she's got money for food and whatnot. So she will be joining us, actually traveling with us to DC. And uh, we are, we're so excited to be in DC on January 6th. And just by the way, just so I can say it, just so everybody hears me right now, I am not going to make the same mistake another podcast made uh, sometime before. I'm going to go ahead and say it right now. It was everyone in the Gilded, the Gilded, the, uh, we're, we're making sure we quote the name properly because it is actually a it is very com- big deal. The Comedic Cabal Gilded Trap House. Cabal. It's the comedic cabal and you all, and I've said it, I don't know how many times now, I think I've said it close to six or seven times. I'm not going to stop giving you guys props because you guys did something really good. You don't realize you did it. 
Um, you really did a great thing. Everyone who came together on that, everybody who donated, my hat is off to you. I'm now taking a knee. I know you can't see it, but um, I'm dead serious when I say you did a wonderful thing. You, you really did. You stepped up. You went above and beyond. And you all should be commended for everything you did. And everybody who's going to be there, again, myself, D-Lynn, we're going to go ahead and tell you right now, please look for us. We will be in the white sweatshirts. You will notice us by the uh, artwork on the sweatshirts. Uh, if you know anything about this podcast, you follow this podcast. If you see this, you see that emblem, please don't feel shy. Don't hesitate. Please come up and say that you're a supporter. We will definitely wrap you up and uh, tell you all about everything you want to know. But uh, these are all, this is a big deal. Um, there's a lot of us that came together for this. Um, and we've actually, within the last couple of days, taken a lot of shit for it. Uh, I know I went on the Gilded the other night. I was pretty irate about a couple things. And uh, after discussing some stuff with Deplorable Janet, we've actually had a we had a pretty long conversation the other night. I'm going to go ahead and say, first of all, Happy New Year to all you fuckers out there. So fuckers, Happy New Year. Here's another one. Happy New Year because I said it this morning. But um, for everybody else, we did have a long conversation with the Portable Janet. And she kind of, uh, I won't say she set us straight, but kind of gave us a way to look at this. And uh, uh, in the event that we might sound like a, Obama team here. I'm not going to, but I'm definitely going to take the high road on this one. I'm definitely going to sit back and say on this one, we're going to sit back and we're going to be the bigger people. We're going to keep our mouths shut. Um, although I really want to go off on somebody right now, I'm not going to, I'm going to go ahead and keep my mouth shut. Um, That's really hard. There's a lot of shit out there that I, I think is wrong. People have said, and I think, People need to be brought back to earth, but at the same time that people need to be brought back to earth, I think they also need to understand that we're adult enough and we're free thinking enough to say that, look, we know there's some shit going on out there. Um, you do what you do. You we're going to do us and we're going to try and take as many people with us as possible. And the us part about this is that we're showing you a, a road that does not involve war. <laughs> The one of the things I am deathly afraid of is bringing war to our shores. Yes. In front of our kids. Nobody wants to see that. Nobody wants that. You don't want that. Trust me. I can tell you, you don't want that. However, if we do go to war, I'm the motherfucker you want with you. But until that time, you really don't want to go to war. That being said, let's do our best to keep everything on the straight and narrow the best we can. and. Um, Whatever comes from here, we do it via the law because that's what we're constrained by. That's that's the way the country was founded. We were founded underneath the Constitution, Declaration of Independence. We have left and right limits on either side. We know where right and wrong is. Um, if you go outside those areas, you know you're operating in the black or the gray, however you want to look at it. Um, but understand, as a party, though, within the Patriot Party, our plan is that, hey, we go full front at everybody, both Republican and liberal. It doesn't matter who you are. We're coming after you. And understand that we don't give a fuck about your feelings. And, oh, by the way, we'll, we'll operate within the limits of the law. 
but we're also going to operate in what you've already done. So if you've already done it, guess what? That's legal to us at that point. If you've stolen an election, guess what? That's legal to us at this point. And that's what it brings us to where we're at right now. Um, one of the things I've heard a lot of talk about recently is the what if. Well, hold on. Before we get to the what if. Okay. Um, um, before we get to the what if, I'm being interrupted by the better half. That's better my half. Job. So a lot of people don't know how we got here. And there is so much that's happened, so much that's happened behind the scenes, um, so much that's happened out in the open that just hasn't been reported on. But I know a lot of you just don't don't understand how we got to this point right now. Um, I'm not going to lay it all out on here because it would literally take hours. So I have spent hours, days even at this point, and will continue um, to lay it out. Uh, to that end, I've actually started a Telegram channel. Now, mind you, there, because Meg will jump all over this, this is primarily theory, okay? This is not something that you can take to a court of law. This is what I have seen, as I like to say, I do a lot of research and I put the puzzle pieces together. These are the puzzle pieces, and this is how I have put them together. So you can find my Telegram channel. Uh, it's called Q VLIN Q presents the plan. Q dash VLIN Q presents the plan. Um, and that is at Q VLIN Q on Telegram. Um, I'll put it in the show notes as well. So if you guys want to catch up on all of those little puzzle pieces, please check out the Telegram. Um, I am updating it constantly. Pretty much all I do right these days is write. So. Back to you, Mick. Well, it, it's not so much that. Uh, I'm not going to jump on it. I get on top of her because I want her to make sure that she puts it out there properly and that it's so everybody understands that it is a, um, a theory. A theory, theories are obviously known to be wrong. Sometimes. Sometimes. And I'm not saying all the time. But I'm saying because sometimes. I am very rarely wrong. But what I, I'm not, fuck you, I'm not talking about you, but what I am talking about is she's got some good info. Don't get me wrong. I wouldn't promote it if she didn't have good info in there. There's a lot of good information in there. There's some shit, let's put it this way, in the plan that I heard, I've already heard some of the shit she spit out, and she came up with it on her own because I refuse to tell her anything. And she will tell you that I refuse to tell her anything because I'm going to run my mouth, and he absolutely knows it. I about the plan that I've heard, so I keep it to myself. I keep a close hold to the chest. I don't talk much about it. But when she confirms some shit that I've heard, then I start to wonder. Then I start to ask questions, and when she knows that I start asking questions, she's like, "Oh, I got part of that right, didn't I?" <laughs> she doesn't know what part she got right, but she knows she got something right because I'll let her go on for a minute before I start asking questions about what she got right. I can tell from the facial reaction. But there is a lot there that some of the shit she's got right, and I, I'm even going to dispel some tonight. I'm going to go ahead and say that. Um, have I heard that Mike Pence is going to come out with a Dominion voting machine the day uh, on January 6th? Yes, I have heard that. 
I can confirm that. That is something I've heard. Okay, well, I'm sure I'll... No, 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 you don't... Can I tell the story? No, because it's already in your writing. I'm going to drive everybody to go read your writing. Okay. Have I heard that Mike Pence is going to come out with a Dominion voting machine and troll the shit out of the liberals? Absolutely. I have heard that. Uh, There is a reason for it. It is not the reason that Vlin puts behind it, but there is a very good reason for it, and it Actually, it makes a lot of sense once you separate the emotion from it. A lot of us, especially a lot of you out there, and I know there's tons of you in listener land out there sitting there right now saying, God damn it, I've got a lot of emotion. i got a lot of built-up hostility, pent-up frustration. I want to see some perp walks. You want to jerk off because you want to see somebody getting led away and cussed. I get it. Everybody does. Truth be told, though, now we're in a situation where we're a lot more sensitive than we were about 20 days ago. So, for instance, there was a drop. Someone, and I'm just going to put it this way because Q put it best. He said that someone who before was our enemy and was declared our enemy by others would become our friend and would become an ally has now shown himself as such. And a lot of you don't believe it because a lot of people are out there saying, well, well, that's old shit. Yes, it's old shit that the American public has never seen before. For instance, I saw emails that connect Hillary, Podesta, and Obama to uh, Epstein Island. Epstein Island. Uh, Harvey Weinstein. Being involved in not only Obama, but also Hill Dog, sitting there saying, talking to them about rape charges and how that they should be thrown out. Um, There's a lot of emails in there. Yes, they are old. You have to go through them email for email. There's a lot of different emails in there. Oh, and by the way, just in case you're wondering, the emails are off three months by what they say on the... um, on the main page where you bring up the emails. If it says it's November's emails, it's actually January or February's emails. Huh? Oh, WikiLeaks. Oh, well, yeah. Uh, We've already posted it twice on the Gilded. We can put it back out there again. We can put it out there in... I'll put it on my Telegram channel. Yeah, or we'll put it on our description of this uh, podcast. Uh, It's Trust me, folks, it's out there. If you haven't seen it, It's all brand new. It's nothing the American public has ever seen before. It's nothing that's ever been reported on before. There's all sorts of things about Weinstein, Epstein, um, all the crap that was going on before. There is even some mention of Hunter Biden in there. Not much, uh, but there is even more about which I thought was interesting about a pandemic and the root causes of a pandemic prior to an election. And how that could be used, which I found was even more interesting that they're trying to use a pandemic, something that they brought up over six years ago in case. Well, actually, it was nine years ago now, nine years ago, because in case Hillary didn't win, what can we bring up in the election year prior to or post that person to ensure that they didn't win again? And pandemic was one of the top ones in there. And I thought it was interesting that all of a sudden, a year before Trump's going to get reelected, a pandemic hits the United States, one manufactured in China, which we all know that liberals are owned by China, even fucking Biden's owned by China. It's it's out there. I mean, Christ, the guy's 
had so much China in, I mean, shit, fortune cookies, for Christ's sake. <laughs> I mean. But the key point about this WikiLeak drop, which happened on December 30th, um, there is a lot of new information in there. They did build an entirely new server just for Hillary's email. So there's a whole separate page just for Hillary's deleted emails. More than the third, more than the 30,000 that came out. There's actually now 52,000 of them out there. Correct. But the important thing is that this is what I was talking about in the second podcast we did, where I said that I thought that there would be a major data dump that a whole bunch of stuff would be declassified um, or put out in the public purview. And that was my theory at the time. But then Mick turned around and attached a timeline for it. He said that was correct. And that when that happened. Seven days from that time. Seven days from that time, the shit would hit the fan. So what is seven days from December 30th? January 6th. January 6th. So. There's our WikiLeaks dump. There's our data dump that we talked about. And that timeline that Mick laid on it is looking pretty accurate because we all know January 6th is a huge day. Um, and we also all know that Trump always has more than one reason for what he says or what he does. He usually has probably close to a dozen reasons. So, you know, we've been saying that the reason that Trump called us all to come to D.C. on January 6th, and this is really important because... Again, in five years, Trump has been our voice. He's said the things that we were too scared to say at first. Now he's given us the confidence to find our voice. But in all of that time, he has never asked anything of us until he asked us to come to D.C. on January 6th. So if we want him to continue to stand up for us, we need to go and be his voice on January 6th. But I don't think we're just there to stand around and witness, at least not to just stand there and show Congress and the Senate how much we love our president. There's another reason too. No, I, I, I think, well, I know what I think and what I know. I damn, I tried. it's so hard. It's <laughs> and she tries so hard to get me to slip into something to say something to tell you that. All right. So let me put it to you this way. Um, January 6th is going to be important for a lot of a number of reasons. Uh, it's going to show a lot. It's going to be a lot. It's also going to present a lot. Uh, and I, that's the best I can. T that's the best. I, best way I've figured out how to say it. Uh, I can't tell you anything more than that because I'm I'm selling out who I told I would not sell out. And he has my uh, utmost respect and protection and I will protect him to the end. That being said. Why do you need to be there on January 6th? You need to be there on January 6th for nothing more than you have a voice. You are a fucking American and uh, you are a patriot. You need to stand up for what you believe in. Uh, standing up for what you believe in and being present at this point is the most important part of anything else that we're a part of, of everything that we're doing right now. Remember, this is a movement. Um, not even a fucking movement. A this revolution. is a fucking revolution. Why do I say a revolution? Revolutions work in circles. They do not work in straight lines. A, a movement is a straight line. It starts and it fucking ends. A revolution goes around and goes around and goes around and keeps coming back to bite you in the ass. You know, I was called out recently because I was told I was not doing enough for the cause. Well, 
I don't know what else I can do for the cause other than picking up a weapon. Because if I pick up a weapon, that means we've reached a level that the rest of you are unable to comprehend or handle. And we get to that point, uh, it's already over. Because if I'm going to fight, that means I'm taking the gloves off. That means uh, everything you hold near and dear to you is done. Because I will kill everything to protect what I love and what I care about. So um, if you think that, oh, I have some standard and I'm I'm confined by the Geneva Convention, uh, go ahead and please take another hit off of that fucking acid-laced bong. Because Christ, I need a hit too because I don't know what the fuck you're talking about the Geneva Convention. Because guess what? I'm no longer in the military. It no longer applies to me. I will fuck up whatever I feel needed needs to be fucked up to get to the end that I need to get to. Um, that being said, and I will be right there next to him, not holding him back. There's a lot of people out there right now saying, well, what have you done? Well, I'm starting a political party because I believe that political party needs to be started now before that comes to be. If because we wait for January 21st to do anything, guess what? It's too fucking late. It was too late when we started talking about this, to be honest with you. We should have been thinking about this six months ago, but I was actually recently refreshed and you can ask my better half because I was actually refreshed by hearing this, that there is a study out there that said, Hey, if on January 6th, nothing happens, um, January 7th, 90% of the Republicans that are out there, they would be willing to consider another party option as to the options that we have right now, which gives me a lot of hope for the future. Because that makes me think that what we're starting here is nothing short. Um, I won't say a miracle because it's not a miracle. It's what the U.S. wants. It's what the American people want. Everybody's sick and tired of Republicans and Democrats. It, there is not a two-party solution in this country. There is a fucking one-party solution in this country. You have the haves and you have the have-nots. And what we're being told right now is the have-nots. Your vote doesn't count. And guess what? If you're listening to me, you're a member of the have-nots. Our vote does not count. We're part of the what's better known as a silent majority. And I've said it before. I'm going to say it again. Donald Trump has been the foot on the tiger. And he has put his foot on the back of the neck of the tiger and kept his mouth in the dirt. And the, the mouth in the dirt and that tiger represent the have-nots. Well, guess what we are? We are those have-nots. We are that tiger. If they take Donald Trump off of our neck, what do we do? Do we sit back and just, oh, we'll just take your hot, sticky love juices all over us and rub them and get all sticky and we'll, it's like sticky We're rice. Her. We're not going to do that. It's not going to happen. We're going to lash out. It's already started to happen. People are already fighting back. Uh, I've seen shit on the news. Some other people have seen shit on the news, whether they want to believe it or not. There's been shit on the news where people are fighting back against this fucking bullshit in masks. I've talked about masks before and what I believe masks are. And, uh, you know, it was Bielan who reminded me of what a mask represents. A mask was worn by a slave back before the Civil War. And it was in the time of antebellum. 
they wore masks. And the reason they wore masks was to identify them as slaves and not as indentured servants, that they were slaves. And whatever they said didn't matter. So now you have a whole country today running around wearing fucking masks because what you say doesn't matter. Well, guess what? I'm tired of that shit. That shit don't fly with me. I will wear, I will not wear a mask. You can suck my fucking Irish cock if you think I'm going to wear a mask. It's small. Good luck finding it. You better bring a laser microscope with you. <laughs> but let me tell you something. There ain't no hell away I'm wearing a fucking mask. You and can kiss my ass. Civil disobedience goes a long way if a lot of people participate. It's really easy to not wear a mask. And I do it all the time. And actually, I brought my kids out to the store the other day so they could spend their Christmas money. I don't take them to the store very often. I refuse to be that mom. If I take them to the grocery store, I will be that mom screaming at them in the aisles to stop running around and being crazy. I won't do that. But I took them to Target, Target, not my favorite place, but that's where their gift cards came from. So we went down there and they were like, mom, we don't have masks. Like, that's okay. What do you mean that's okay? I'm like, dude, you you don't have to wear a mask. But the sign on the building says we have to wear a mask. Uh huh. No. First off, that building is a public place. It is a public accommodation. Whether it's privately owned or not, if you're allowing the public in there, it is now a, a public accommodation. And I have yet to read any law, either in the state laws or the Constitution, that require every person in our state or in America to wear a medical device because that's what a mask is. It is a medical device and it can potentially be harmful to you, especially if you're healthy, because if you wear a mask for more than an hour and a half at a time, it will actually raise the temperature in your mouth by two to three degrees. And this comes from Dr. Sheba, who is probably one of the most brilliant people in the entire world. Um, he did a study on it. He, invented email when he was 14 and the man's a genius. So uh, he did a scientific study on it and he found that if you wear a mask for more than an hour and a half to two hours, that it raises the temperature in your mouth by three degrees and kills off all of the natural bacteria, the good bacteria in your mouth. Oh, by the way, it also makes your breath smell like shit. <laughs> yeah, there is that too. But that good bacteria in your mouth is what kills things like COVID or the flu or Bacteria that causes pneumonia. There has been a huge rise in pneumonia, and it is not because of COVID. It is because of mask wearing. That's my tangent for today. But anyway, I took my kids in there, and I said, no, you don't have to wear a mask. You absolutely do not have to wear a mask. And they said, well, what do we say? Well, that's really easy. You just say, I have a medical exemption. That's it. That's all you have to say. If you walk in the store and someone says, I, you need to wear a mask, you just look at them and you say, I have a medical exemption. They are not allowed by law to ask you what your medical exemption is. That is protected under HIPAA. You cannot, you are not allowed to ask what someone's medical problem is. So if you walk in and say, I have a medical exemption, they cannot do or say anything. And if they do, you can sue them. Oh, big time, big time. And not only can you sue them because now they're violating your civil rights too, but that's neither here nor there. Long story short, um, just because I'm not going around professing that I don't wear a mask. I, I don't wear a mask, but I also live in Georgia. So I forgot one big thing that we need to talk about right now. Hmm. We're at what? Day 14? 15? Okay. I'm at day 15 since oh. shot in your arm. The, the vaccine? Vaccine? Oh, vaccine watch. Okay. 
So my nuts kind of tingle. <laughs> I got a little itch in between my toes. Well, um, and then the nuts could be from the, the um, what's it called? The vapor rub that I put on there last oh, night. Oh, that could be the Vicks vapor rub. <laughs> she threw on my dick last night. That kind of hurt. But um, <laughs> my eyes are dry. That's weird. I've had a lot of problems with my eyes before, but I uh, definitely do have an issue right now. Uh, my eyes are fucking up something serious and never had this much of an issue before. But just so you're aware, I, I haven't had a seizure yet, uh, haven't convulsed, haven't had uh, any brain aneurysm, spasms. Uh, there might be a little facial drooping there on the, the <laughs> <left side. laughs> Now, there might be a little bit of facial drooping, not much, but that's more from the alcohol I drink tonight. I drink a lot of alcohol tonight. But the, the, uh, I'm just letting you know, if you're anti-vax, uh, I haven't had any serious side effects. But then again, I'm also the one to tell you that I don't think the vaccine lived very long in my body because I did have the original anthrax vaccine and there's not a lot of vaccines that survive my body. So my white blood cells are equipped with uh, semi-automatic machine guns and they roam around my body looking for other undesirables and depositing them directly into my colon. I don't that know, babe. I think all the, high, accurate. the high alcohol content that regularly courses through your bloodstream That's possibility. have something to that do with it. That has everything well. to do with the fact that I'm Irish though as well. I mean, <laughs> oh, my yeah, liver is like, hey, fuck you. My liver's like, hey, fuck you. Don't, don't think that makes it drunk. I keep him well lubricated on purpose. Uh, because if I wasn't well lubricated, I'd be a gigantic asshole. More, more so than he is. Anyway. When I'm sober, I'm a super asshole. But when I'm drunk, I'm I'm a happy asshole. I'm the happiest asshole you ever meet. But long story short, I was just bringing that up because I think that's important that people understand that, hey, the Mick watch is still going on and Mick's still alive and I'm still carrying on and beating like I'm supposed to. Uh, but I, um, just for everybody in the Gilded that thinks that I did go off the other day. I most certainly did. Uh, I had a long time to re-listen to that podcast, the one that we keep referring to. And um, I've listened to it five or six times since then. Uh, I did hear a part in which uh, somebody that is very near dear to everyone in this Gilded, uh, we all kind of, uh, I heard her tune out. And she does that. She gave me the heads up that she does that. When I finally did talk to her, we had a conversation about it. Actually, me and her and V-Lynn all had a conversation about it. Three of us had a conversation about it. I, I expressed the fact, my anger. Uh, she agreed with me and she said, you're not wrong. And uh, I just decided on this podcast that we're not going to take it down that road, that we're going to keep things at a happy medium. And I'm letting that person know that maybe he needs to listen to all our podcasts before he passes judgment on what we say, because uh, it was a certain group of people that did this. It wasn't the same group of people he claimed that did this. Um, there was our group of people that did this and our father followers that took care of this person like we did. And we're very proud of it. And it's not something to shit on. Um, we're here for you. And I will stand up for every single one of you. Um, and I hope that those people hear it and say, well, maybe this isn't such a bad group of people because one person is saying one thing in one chat board and is being a fucking child, as far as I'm concerned, is not listening to everybody else in that chat board. So um, I'm here for you all, fighting for you all, just letting you know we're making our case known. 
and we're going to keep standing on our own two feet. And if they say fuck off, then they roger that. At that time, names get dropped. And as far as I'm fucking concerned, we'll bomb everybody. But for now, we're Switzerland. We're trying to be. Trying to be We're all friends. Trying to be like Connecticut. Because. What did Connecticut do during the declaration sign? Okay. Or New York. I'm sorry. New York. I'm sorry. Yeah, New York. Yeah, it, yeah, it was right. New York during the, the yeah. declaration. It was. We abstained. We yeah. respectfully abstained. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. I'm not a New Yorker anymore, but I respectfully abstained in this one. So oh, yeah. moving on. You're the one who's gotten this one. You've got the notes, so you go ahead. I just wanted to lead it off. I wanted to make sure that everybody heard me say, Happy New Year, fuckers. Uh, you're all still fuckers because Joe Biden thinks you're a bunch of fuckers. And welcome if you're a new fucker. So, January 6th, because we are going to start with what is happening right now. Or coming up here soon. January 6th is the wild protest in D.C. It will be wild. If you are going, please go to wildprotest.com. You can essentially RSVP there, register there, just to give them an idea of how many people are coming. People are already crowdsourcing everything from porta potties um, to food trucks because we have heard that D.C. is going to try and shut down on us. They have shut down some hotels already, not our hotel. Uh, but some of the hotels have been shut down. They are shutting down restaurants throughout the city. They got the Black Panther Party going from restaurant to restaurant, telling them that, look, if you serve people food, you're racist, and we're going to protest your shit and burn your shit to the ground, which is wronger than fuck, because once again, it shows that there's another political party that's working in the background behind the other two political parties that shows that uh, not everything is fair as what we think it is. We need to be just as unfair as they are. So if you're going to D.C., be prepared. Bring your own food. Bring water. Bring toilet paper. Bring wipes. Bring whatever you might need to. If you, you need to bring a Gatorade bottle to piss in, you know, whatever you have to do. Um, because they are doing everything they can to prevent us from doing what we need to do. And, you know, something, make that you just said they're really set me off because yeah they they like to go around and call us racist and i just have to say that the social mirroring on the side of the liberals is is it are you doing like a fucking level a third wall into a second wall into a fourth wall type break i mean that's what you're doing right now i'm actually really impressed with you you're actually doing some real journalism shit and creating this Oh, watch me do this. It's called a transition. Yes, I card. <laughs> oh, my God. She's breaking a third wall and a fourth I wall all at the same time. It's a hell of a segue. of the podcast that I wanted to talk about, which yep. is social mirroring. So uh, I actually did a sociology minor in college because um, I was really interested in it. So social mirroring essentially is projection, but in a, on a larger scale. So it's when one group of people projects their own deficiencies Issues, problems, psychological, whatever, uh, onto an entirely another group of people. It's called social mirroring. So um, the the liberals, the Democrats are the best possible example of social mirroring that I could ever put up right now. So they say we're racist. In fact, I, I was talking to my cousin the other day who lives in Washington State and um, is 
rather liberal, but has a good heart. Just doesn't know any better. I, I'm trying. Yeah. <laughs> and when I told her about us forming the Patriot Party and going to D.C., she said to me, you're not falling in with those white supremacists, are you? And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I have literally, I mean, I, I practically raised this girl, right? I, I am, I was like, really? Am I a racist? Am I a white supremacist? Think about it, me. And she was like, well, no, but, I said, no, but what? But the mainstream media told you that I was a racist because I'm a Trump supporter? Um, no. Mainstream also told you that Trump is a racist. And uh, no. In fact, you know who's the racist? The Democrats. Because I'm sorry, Trump has done more for the black, Asian, Hispanic minority communities in this country than any president ever, ever. What do the black people, what do the Democrats do for the black people? Oh, every four years they come around and say, if you don't vote for me, you ain't black. Right? Who's the racist? Seriously. The man who gave you a better job and a better lifestyle or the man who didn't give a fuck about you and only wants your vote and expects you to vote along party lines because of the color of your skin. That flat out just says that because of the color of your skin, you are not intelligent enough to make up your own mind about what you believe and who you believe in. So who's the fucking racist now? That gets me hot. Just a little bit, because I don't know if you heard her, but that's like she's yelling at me. So, hey, I'll get to deal with that shit now. Guess what? Boom. Oh. But either way, she's right, because when when she's talking about social mirroring, uh, liberals are known to do this. It's not uh, unbeknownst. See, what I get on VLIN about, and 90% of the time I get on VLIN about, is she loves to bring shit to the table with no fact or nothing to back it up. No proof to back it up, I should say. Not, it's not that it lacks fact. It lacks proof. It's not that it lacks proof either. It's just that I keep everything in the filing cabinet of my brain, and sometimes it takes me a little bit longer to source stuff. But the thing that I got from this one is the social mirroring. She's absolutely right because um, I've, I've applied for a couple different jobs since I retired from the military. One of them uh, – I got to go to school for a very long time. Well, it seemed like a long time. It was like four months. I think I was in school for it. And uh, one of the things we got to learn about was something I learned a long time ago in the military, which was about social mirroring, something you do to get a criminal to uh, say, yeah, I, I committed a crime. And it, it, it's not just social mirroring, but it's also the part of social mirroring that says, hey, look, I'm just like you are. I just want you to tell the truth. You just want to tell the truth just like I do. The projection. Projection. It's a self-projection. And um, a lot of people get into this mindset about social mirroring and say, well, social mirroring is this, that. You know, no, it's not. It's everything. It's the projection. It's how you want them to perceive you. It's how you want to be perceived. It's how you want people to think about you and when they start to think about you in that certain aspect they also start start to change their way they think and they actually start to think the same way you think and i always um whenever i talk to people about social mirroring it's also a ploy used by communists 
um, by intelligence services throughout the world. They use it as a, a, a way to get information out of people. And a lot of people say, well, that's all bullshit. Want to make a bet? It's also used for brainwashing. Let because me... if you tell something, if you tell somebody something over and over again, for instance, if I were to tell Mick or one of our children, which I would never do, but if I were to tell them every single day that they were stupid, guess what? Eventually, they would think that they were stupid because that's how it works. It's also something else. Uh, it also has something else to do with. Um, I'm I'm gonna try and make this, and I'm trying not to laugh right now because Kmart just posted something that's absolutely fucking hysterical, and I'm laughing my balls off to it. Uh, Kmart, fuck you. You're funny, dude. You got me. I'm laughing now hysterically. I'm open mic laughing now because I can't help but that he just posted something about. Donald Trump that says from the real Donald Trump just spoke to Mick takes a real man to handle a woman like V Lynn. And now I can't see it because it just scrolled up a little bit. Hold on. Uh, takes a real man to handle a woman like V Lynn fucks like a machine. Thanks for the advice, Mick. And I'm like, <laughs> Holy shit. I'm laughing my balls off. Cause it's got so many thousand retweets. It's hysterical. <laughs> I pretty near just pissed my pants. Congrats, Kmart. You for, made it. For hacking Donald Trump's Twitter account. Holy shit. I'm laughing hysterical. <laughs> he didn't really. He's faking it. It's a deep fake tweet. It is. It's good, though. It made me laugh my balls off. I can't even stop laughing right now. Um, but either way. But bearing and brainwashing. Um, back to that. It, it goes into something else that the uh, foreign intelligence services have been doing for some time now. And they love to come after our people with as they will social mirror somebody, meaning, look, hey, I agree with it. it. It's become known and people use this term in the wrong way. False flag is a, when they say false flag, it means, hey, look, uh, they come across to you as, hey, I'm from Israel. But when in reality, the person's actually from Iran. And what they're asking questions about, they shouldn't have access to. But because they're pretending they're coming from a different country, you are naturally, because you believe that they're an asset or you believe that they're an ally, you are naturally giving that information to them saying, well, you need to know this as well as we do. Truth be told, that person is not from that country. They're from another country, whether it be Iran, Iraq, any of the other countries against Israel. And they are pretending to be Israeli because us as Americans, we live in America. We don't live in Israel. I can tell you, um, I don't know, I can't really tell you much difference what an Israeli as compared to what an Iranian looks like. And I guarantee Vilan couldn't tell you any difference. She could be just like, well, one wears a little yarmulke cap and, and the other one has, one has uh, a, schnoz. a schnoz and a beard. That's it. And he might smell a little weird. They'll... Outside of that, though, she's not going to know much difference. And I'm not going to know much difference outside of that unless I know exactly what I'm talking about. But that's where false flag and this social mirroring, it's, it's basically the same thing. Social mirroring is basically just another false flag that foreign intelligence services use to attack an American. So for all you suckers out there that uh, give in to those... Uh, there's emails that you get. Hey, so uh, my uncle, who was the prince, 
the crown prince of I don't know Lithuania. Yeah, whatever the fuck it stand, and he just died, and I've got millions of dollars, but I just need five thousand dollars. Anytime that anybody asks you for money, that's bullshit. Because if they're going to give you money, they're not going to ask you for money. They're going to probably call you up and be like, look, you don't belong here, and I don't believe you are who you are, and uh, we're going to really test you out before we give you a dime. And they're going to do that. That's just the way it is. Uh, But these days you see old people falling for these fucking scams, and, oh, well, I'm a sergeant in the Army, and I just killed somebody. I found all this money, and I don't know what to do with it, but I just need $5,000 to get it back to the United States. No, you just funded terrorism by giving a five grand, just letting you know. But the point of what she's trying to make with the social mirroring, yeah, it happens. And liberals do it to Republicans. And you know what we do as Republicans? Nothing. nothing. We don't do anything. We do nothing. We say, oh, yeah, good job. Hold okay. on. Hold I'm on. sorry. We don't, we don't want to hurt your feelings. It's okay. We'll, we'll walk on eggshells around you so that we don't have to hurt your feelings. Fuck that. I'm crunching the eggshells. I don't give a fuck about your feelings. Oh, does your pussy hurt? Oh, here's a tampon. Here you go. Get up some of that blood. It's bad. It's ugly, but we're going to fix it for you. Here you go. But we, we are past political correctness. That's what got us into this mess in the first place. That's what this whole thing is about. We're, look, if you're a patriot and you think we're going to still be nice to people, you're fucking wrong. If you're listening to me and you're offended by what I say, fuck you. I don't give a shit. Look, if you don't fucking care, then guess what? You belong here. If you get offended by the time I say homo, by my 27th time I say it, and you're gay, then guess what? You shouldn't be listening to me. But if you're still listening to me, let me tell you something. You're where I'm at. You're tired of being used as a pawn. You're tired of being used as a piece of shit. You're tired that your word does not count, that your vote does not count that you cannot do anything to redirect the direction of this country. And guess what? For all those fucking black people out there that are fucking saying, well, I'm not a patriot because I wasn't around during the revolution. Guess what? You're full of shit. 90% of your ancestors that won their freedom that existed in the North before the civil war, guess where they came from? They fought for their right to be free. Because not only did England grant it, but the United States granted it too. They said, hey, look, you fight for us. We'll give you your freedom. They just didn't say where. They didn't say that in the South you'd be free. They just said, hey, look, you move up north, you're free. If your ancestors lived up north and they moved up north initially within the revolution, guess what? They were free. If you moved to this country to escape communism or socialism or oppression, and you've become a naturalized citizen, or your parents moved to this country for the same reason, and you were born here, and now you see everything that they left following them here, or that you left following you here, guess what? You're a patriot. You got to stand up. And this this is more important than anything else you've ever done your whole entire life. We don't care. We don't care what color you are. I don't give a fuck if you are purple with green polka dots. Well, that would be pretty interesting. No, um, I, I would still accept you because guess what? You You're a what? fucking patriot. We don't, we don't care what color you are. We don't care who you sleep with or what you sleep with. We don't care. That's not our business. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what color your skin is. It doesn't matter about your sexual orientation. We are all people. We bleed the same. What matters is what's in your heart. 
What matters is that you love our country. What matters is that you give a fuck about your freedoms and everybody else's freedoms too. That's what matters. If, if you want that, if you want to be free as we learned, or at least Mick and I learned in school when we were growing up, that we have the right to be free. If you want that right back, then you're a patriot. You know, I look at America today and I, uh, I'm i reminded, I just saw a video about it. I don't remember who posted it, but it shows post 9-11, uh, Sammy Sosa. Uh, if you remember, um, the Cubs were in the playoffs prior to the World Series that year. And the Cubs, uh, Sammy Sosa hit a home run and he ran around the bases. And the whole time he ran around the bases, he was carrying an American, an American flag. And it said in the video, it said, what happened to this America? I'm still trying to figure the fuck that out, too, because I remember after 9-11, I remember America standing tall. I remember America standing behind a flag. I remember it didn't matter what fucking color you were. I you grabbed New Yorkers hugging. You grabbed the red, white and blue. You stood up and you said, look, I'm going to fucking America. I remember soldiers going. I was part of those soldiers. I went off to war carrying the American flag. I remember we used to pose in the back of the plane on our way overseas to fuck some other country up in front of an American flag. And I can look back on those pictures now and I can see five or six people that never, ever made it home. But I remember every single one of those people standing in front of that flag saying, you know what? I'm a fucking American this day. And guess what? Not every single one of them was fucking white. So or straight. I asked that question now today. What happened to that America? Where did that America go? Where do we go wrong? Because there's something that went awry. I don't know what. I can only guess and I can only point fingers. Um, one president exactly because he was extremely decisive or divisive and everybody said he wasn't. And I said, no, you're wrong. He did not bring this country together. If anything, he separated this country. And I think you all know who I'm talking about. Now Obama. I'm just going to drop the name, Obama. Yep. I 100% believe that he was completely divisive. I don't think he was, uh, I don't think he brought this country together at all. Um, but now we're here. Now what do we do? Now it's time we hoist the red, white, and blue back up, just like back in the day the pirates hoisted the black and white you know, the skull and crossbones, you you know, you can't fly that flag over a boat in the U.S. That's considered being a pirate. It's still to this day considered being a pirate. Well, son of a bitch, if it's considered being a pirate to hoist that flag, then fuck, hoist the goddamn colors. Let's be patriots again. Let's hoist the red, white, and blue. Let's hoist it. Let's make every other person that sees that flag tremble. And goddamn it, if we're going to do it, let's do it, and let's do it at such a fucking level that the liberals quake in their fucking boots and that their homoerotic senses go nuts because we're hoisting the red, white, and blue. Fag, gay, black, white, blue, green, whatever the fuck you are, hoist the flag and say, hey, hold my beer because now we're not going to be silent anymore. Now we're coming after you. Now watch this. Hold my beer because – I'm about to fuck you up and I'm not going to fuck you up like punching you in the mouth. Although I'd love to do it to a bunch of chicks on the view and 
I can name all the liberal cat, you know, sports casters out there that keep opening their mouths like a bunch of fucking idiots. But hey, let's open like everybody went against the NFL when Colin Kaepernick decided to start taking a knee. Hey, guess what? The news service is doing that to us now. The news is taking a knee. When are we going to open our mouths? We have not had a free press in America in a very long time. I don't even know how long at this point, honestly. Um, I saw articles from Australia and England where they're talking about how Biden stole the election and they are laying out evidence of the election fraud on the front page of the papers in Australia and England. But here, oh no, here where the act- election actually happened, we have none of that. No, we it, don't have a free. We're press. the opposite because it's well, no, Biden's the president elect. Yeah, well, it's wait over, a minute. it's done, it's too late. Nope, you can't do anything about Hold it. Hold on, now. even Britain, the country that tried to rule us, that we fought against, that the word patriot became synonymous with American. Um, by the way, just in case you were wondering, the word patriot became synonymous with American was during the American Revolution, where we called ourselves patriots. And we stood up for what we believed in as Americans. They're even fucking saying, hey, look, your election was stolen. Where does that get kind of crazy for us? I mean, I'm just wondering. I'm just throwing the question out there. That's on you to decide. So the mainstream, lamestream, drive-by media, whatever the fuck you want to call them, they are, they are complicit. They are absolutely complicit. So when do they go down? Hopefully soon. Because I know they're going down. Oh, they I are. I have heard that they're getting blacked out. Do they get blacked out before or after January 6th? And I have a theory about this, but I want to hear what you have to say. I'm not saying shit because oh. you know I can't. Well, fuck you very much. So my theory. You, you just put your theory out there. My theory. and I, I If think, I hear it from more than one person, you know I'll confirm uh, it. I gotcha. I think it can go one of two ways. I think that they will either black out the national news networks, the MSM, whatever, on January 6th, shut everything down and activate the uh, emergency broadcast system so that they can guarantee to show the evidence that they are going to present, which I lay out in my telegram, but Nick doesn't want me to talk about it here. Um, no, it's not that I don't want no, you no, to talk no, about I, it. No, no, I know. You want them to go read the telegram. I understand. So it's early. I want them to. Too. I want them to take. I want them to read. I want them to do some research on I their gotcha. own. I gotcha. And say you're either wrong or you're right. So I think that the MSM will either be shut down on January 6th in advance, just in advance of that, and that they'll activate the broadcast system so that they can guarantee that this goes out over everything, so that everybody sees what happens in that joint session that day. Or maybe Trump will give them one more chance to present this. And Hold on. I say Hold that on. because Whoa. Time out. Time out. Trump's a nice guy. Trump, I can tell you this much. I'm going to say this on the level that I know. Uh-huh. Okay. And I'm not going to give anything away here. So don't be surprised that, oh, Mick's giving something away. Mick is not giving shit away. Mick's going to say this. Trump's done as much as he can. He's done. For the media. It's shutting it down it's on January 6th. It's over. Gotcha. It's over. Yeah. It's just, no, it's over. I'm just saying it's over. So I'm not he, saying well, no, not, there's, not no other, there's no other second chances. There's, there's no, no 
they've had their chance. They fucked their chance up. He saw that with the Fox News thing. It's over. He doesn't give a fuck who you are now. If you're not Newsmax, OAN, any of the other right side right broadcasting, side broadcasting yeah. that's actually transmitting a message that actually means something other than, well, Biden won the election because now I'm hearing it everywhere to include now even on Newsmax. I've got to be honest. I've I heard know. it on Newsmax six times. If, if I'm we... not a big fan of Newsmax now because Newsmax is starting to report that mm-hmm. Biden is the president-elect, which you and I and everyone out there in listener land right now know that is not the case. That is the biggest bullshit ever. That is a story that the mainstream media is carrying that we're not carrying. I'm not carrying that. Uh, I don't know of many people on that listen to our podcast or that listen to any of the other podcasts that we listen to are carrying that. They're all saying the same thing. They're saying, nope, that is not the case. The election is not over. You might want to just hold your breath. Here's a packet of gumballs. Chew away because See, you got a lot of shit coming. The mainstream media and even Newsmax, which unfortunately that's the only slightly alternative programming that we get under the uh, Comcast umbrella, which we're unfortunately have to be in. That was pretty gross, Mick. What was that? That was you. No, that was a toad. Completely uh, uh, okay, okay. Yeah, sure. Anyway, um, there, if you want to find out what is really going on, you have to listen to citizen journalists now because the mainstream media, they live in a little bubble. They, I mean, they, oh, oh, they're, de- they're up in deplorable, their deplorable Janet, towers. Deplorable Janet is dead on. You have to live. You have to listen to citizen journalists. You have to listen to podcasters, people that come out and spit their mind. Some of them have information. Some of them don't. I'm going to tell you right now, we just happen to be blessed because I've got a lot of friends. The friends I've got have decided to share a little bit of information with me. The the little bit of information I've been shared and the stuff I know has been able to confirm some other stuff that we've already heard. And everybody here, for the most part, that's listening to us may or may not have listened to No Mercy. If you haven't listened to No Mercy, please go back to, was it, uh, it was November, October? No, it was right after the election. It it wasn't November. Mm -hmm. So November, you have to go back to November to listen to it. But uh, Tommy came out and he said that he had somebody who come forward, giving him some information. I've been able to independently confirm. And I can tell you that I did not get it from the same source that Tommy got it from because the person that I talked to doesn't have a brother. So I was kind of confirmed that that's not the same person. That being said, there's information out there that we kind of confirm each other and what each other said. Um, I support what's been said by Tommy. Um, I'm not about to support the part of, hey, we're going to war. Um, I know that's what he wants. I don't agree with that because I know what comes with that, and I know what that requires of me. And I, now, I me- personally am looking for some time just to go to sleep and sleep in peace and not have to worry about whether I'm going to wake up the next morning. Um, I'd rather not have to worry about what my kids have to see, but if it comes to it, I will fight tooth and nail for this country. I will ensure that this country survives and lives on. And I will lay, I'm willing to write a check for my life and that of the life of the, my family. Well, me anyway, our kids will be protected for 
the protection of this country. I, I don't give a shit because at that point it's worth a fight. That's worth my fight. And I am going to fight to that end. And that's a change for us because our original plan before we started doing this, um, we, we said now if, if come January 21st, well, well, well time out, even before you get to that, let me segue into something since you segue before let's talk about this. Right. So, we were talking about this long before, and we said that, hey, look, if the shit really hits the fan and Biden gets elected, what are we going to do? Because what we even did. said, well, fuck, we can't stay here. And me and Lynn looked at each other, and I said, well, shit, babe, there's always Costa Rica. And she looked at me, and she said, what the fuck are you talking about Costa Rica for? Well, Costa Rica just happens to have the same gun laws as the United States. Or, well, a lot of the same gun laws. They of course, that's our... All of the same gun laws. That's our number one thing when we're looking for someplace to move. But automatically, because <laughs> there's a lot of European countries, there's a lot of countries out there that they don't support guns whatsoever. Well, they wouldn't take them anyway. Costa Rica, on the other hand, not so much Costa Rica. They love guns. And by God, I love a country that loves guns. I want to be in a country that has guns. You have to be able to defend yourself. I completely believe in the Second Amendment right. So we legitimately really started looking at moving to Costa Rica, what it was going to cost us the whole bit for my government retirement. We could live on my government retirement like fucking kings, like fucking kings. We would be able to own land and it's not just a little piece of land. It would be a big piece of land with a house the whole bit and have servants the whole bit. We'd be straight and I'd be able to have as many guns as I want. And the servants wouldn't be our children anymore. Well, I can't promise that, <laughs> but I, I still have to have food tasters. That's my point. I still have oh, to have food and, tasters. and beer runners. Absolutely. So, and they would have to take a sip of beer. So, because at that point, then in Costa are, Rica, it doesn't matter. People are trying to poison me. So point being is I was really looking at Costa Rica as a possibility. Shows v We were actually really looking at it. Well, as this podcast started, as I started to get more information about what was going on, uh, our as attitude has found out how whole the real, how deep the hole really went. Yeah, uh, our attitude has swayed. Now I, I have the money that I can hang around. I'll pay their fucking stupid taxes. I don't want to. Uh, I'll probably be broke at the end of it, but I'll pay their fucking stupid taxes. And I'm willing to hang out just to be a thorn in their side, just to be an asshole. So the name of this podcast was What If. So what if, this is the what if, what if what I'm saying goes to shit, right? Um, everything I've talked about goes to fucking absolute ass. Well, this is our take on it. If you think this podcast is going anywhere, um, I've got a tiny little Irish dick that needs to be sucked. And it's got, it's on a big set of brass cojones. And if you know what a brass cojones is, you understand that, that bitch is not small. Those are big. Babe, please don't offer all of the girls who already have the hots for you to come suck your little iris. Hey, well, they can they can come, but they need it. Like I said, a, a microscope, an electron microscope to find it. Um, my point is this: is that we're not going anywhere. We're going to be right here. This is not going to stop. Every every Monday, we're going to drop a podcast. Every Monday, this podcast, whether it's good or bad or indifferent. Whatever, we're going to drop the podcast. I might lose all my placement and access in the government, and we might have to rely on all of B. Lynn's conspiracy theory. 
or whatever. We'll do it. We're still going to drop a podcast every Monday. We're not going anywhere. We're going to be here just to be a bunch of assholes to fucking Joe Biden, who doesn't know what he's doing. He doesn't know where he's at. And 90% of the time, we're pretty sure he's going to get assassinated by Kamala. He, the worst job right now to have in that administration is to be his food taster. Because his food taster is constantly, it's a one-time, it's a one-shot job. It's like being an in-flight missile technician. It's a one-shot job. Once that missile's in flight, guess what? You ain't calling it back. And when that bitch hits, it's blown up and you're dead with it. So it's you got one chance to get that bitch right. My point is this. We're not going anywhere. You all have to have a plan. Uh, Tommy said a lot of shit about this on No Mercy that you got to have a plan. He said January 20th, you got to have a plan. I'm saying today you need to have a plan. If you do not know what that plan is, you need to make that plan now. Because the plan you make for January 17th or January 20th ain't going to work. And the reason it ain't going to work is because you haven't planned for it yet. You need to plan for it right now. You need to plan for it today. The faster you can get your plan enacted, the better off you'll be. If this means you go to another country, hey, I ain't going to think nothing bad of you. I'm just telling you, I'm not going anywhere. I'm going to stay here. I'm going to be an asshole. I'm going to be a thorn in their side. They owe me money. So fuck them. Watch this. Oh, your legs are broke? Fuck you. Pay me. Oh, your mom's house caught on fire? Fuck you. Pay me. Oh, your mom died? Fuck you. Pay me. That's where I'm going to be. And I'm going to stay there and I'm going to keep poking until the bear lashes out at me. And, and I can take it. When that bear lashes out, uh, if they try and take his money or his freedom, if any of you have listened to the podcast I did with Janet, then uh, I will raise the biggest fucking bitch you can ever imagine. I will pull out his medals and his service record and our story, that podcast, uh, all of his medical records. I will hold him up as the most amazing hero that this country has ever seen because i'll tell you he's pretty fucking close to it and um they will shit their pants so yeah, it's tough to tell somebody bring it it's it's tough to tell somebody's wife hey your your husband ain't shit when she knows what he's got and she can actually put it in their face that's a Ooh, that's a that's a different story. Oh know. yeah. Oh, I'll I'll make the rounds. Absolutely, I'll make the rounds with your four purple hearts and your silver star yeah. and your bronze star. Let's keep and, that on there. Yeah. No, all of that. I will make the rounds with all of that. I will hold them up. I will show pictures of your brain surgery. I'll oh I'll do it all, and I'll have people in tears all over the place because I made you laugh in the last pod on purpose, but I can make you cry about it too. And uh, that's what would happen in that situation. So I dare them to bring it because I know we're on a list. I know we're on one of those lists already. Hopefully those lists won't come into play. But if things don't go the way that we hope and pray, then you can assume that your freedoms will be even more suppressed. You can assume that you are on a list that they will try and take your life away that they'll try and get you fired from your job or make sure you can't get another job that they will try and keep you from getting a mortgage. Um, that it, 
They'll try and break you away from your community. They will do everything they can to come after you because Trump said he's he's just the way in between us. Yeah, he, he is the way. He said they're not coming after me. They're coming after you. I'm just standing in their way. Well, if he is not standing in their way anymore, then guess what? They're coming after us. And that's exactly what's happening. And if you don't think that that's what's happening, then um, you're uh, you're crazy because it, they're coming after you and I. They, they already talked about it. They were like, oh, we've got to have a list. We've got to have a list of the Trump supporters. Oh, and the Trump supporters, everybody on the Trump supporters who took care of us. Oh, we're, we're going to we're going to get them. OK, well, how are you going to get us? How are you? How are you going to come after us? What are you going to do? Because outside of making a list, that's great. Come to my house. I'm begging you. Bring it. If you heard deplorable Janet, she's not afraid of saying it either. And I tell you what, God bless her. She is a great woman. If you have not heard any of deplorable Janet stuff, I'm telling you right now, please go look, listen to deplorable nation. It's also on Podbean. Um, She's if you're in- listening to us, then you already have access to her podcast because she is also only on Podbean. So it's a twofer. Yeah, you can get her too. Listen to her. She's a great, she's another person. She talks, she tells you how it is exactly the way it is. She doesn't sugarcoat it. She's going to tell you, look, shit's going south. We've got to be a part of this. And all of, most of you that listen to us on the daily, you already know or on the weekly, I should say, not the daily, because you don't listen to us daily. I wish we could. We had time to put out daily podcasts. We really don't. We have weekly podcasts, but uh, you know that she's already said it too. She said, hey, look, shit's coming to a head. Um, and I hate to say that. I, I am one that is against that completely. I do not want to see shit come to a head. But it's not going to be much longer before the silent majority is no longer silent. And if what I I know is going to happen doesn't happen. Now, what are you going to do? I'm asking you that question in all honesty and all sincerity. I want you to sit back and think about that just for tonight. Um, go to sleep on it. What are you going to do? Are you going to stay here? Are you going to pick up a weapon? Are you going to fight with the rest of us? Are you going to lay your arms down and be a cuck and fall in line with a bunch of other people that I think will? that have talked a great game, but I think they're going to turn out to be a bunch of bitches. What are you going to do? Where are you going to stand on this? That's what you have to ask yourself now. Um, I can't answer that for you. V-Link can't answer that for you. You already heard what we're doing. We're going to keep fighting. We're going to fight the way we know how to fight. I'm going to fight within the limits of the Constitution, within the laws given to us, provided by us, by our creator, endowed to us by our creator, I am going to use those things provided to us per the Constitution, per the Declaration of Independence. And um, the day that I cannot use those things anymore, I'm going to stand up and fight. Because then every I've exhausted every bit that I have in me of being peaceful. At that point, it requires violence of action. Now, I ask you. As a listener, as somebody who listens to us, what are you going to do? What happens when that day comes and I get on this podcast and I say the time's come, it's time for us to rise up, pick up a weapon, let's go. What are you going to do that day? Is is that going to be the day that you back down and you say, well, 
I agree with you, but I don't agree with you where we're going. Or is that going to be the day that you're going to say unquestionably? Where do we mean? You're going to rise up and you're going to say, where are you going? And when I say, where am I going? All of a sudden I see two, three, four, 500 other followers standing there saying, let's go. Let's go get them armed with whatever they've got. Do you have to have the coolest gun on the earth? No, you've got to be armed. You've got to be willing to protect yourself and your family. And that's what I'm saying is that got to have a plan. There's got to be a backup plan to whatever you have currently planned. Now, get me, don't get me wrong. I am 98.98% positive that the person that told me what I've been told is not going to lie to me. How do I know that? Because the other day when some stuff was released, he asked me via text message. He said, did you see it? I said, yes. He said, well, then you know what I'm talking about. That being said, that was the notation. Hey, look, seven days from now, it's going to get really cool around here. We're about to see some really good shit. Constitutional uh, issues, constitutional uh, crisis, we're going to see it. You're going to see it 100% because it's about to happen. Shit's about to hit the fan. Um, normally when I say shit hits the fan, we all scream Marine because that's the way it sounds like when shit hits the fan, we've actually taken a lump of shit, thrown it at a fan. <laughs> it actually made a noise. The noise it made was Marine. I was like, wow. I was like, Hey, yeah, we, we can't good do that point, because though. if the shit does hit the fan and or if it hits, if the shit hits a different fan, then we're going to need the Marines too. Yeah. And, yeah. But listen, I, I crane eaters and all when, <laughs> God bless y'all. If that time comes and we are working as hard as we can and doing everything we can to try and prevent that time from coming. But if that time comes, you'll know it. You'll know it. Look, I'm going to tell you right now. Hold on. It won't won't be Mick telling you. I mean, yeah. Okay. Oh, no, it will be. Mick, Mick will be telling you, but at the same time, you'll know it. And you know how I know you'll know it? It's the same reason that I know that the Patriot Party is going to be successful. It's going to be a great idea. And I say that because we talked about the Patriot Party on this podcast, what, two, three weeks ago now? Yeah, four weeks. We, we threw it out there. Yeah, it was about right? four weeks ago yeah. that me and okay. you started discussing it and, for real. Okay, and we have we maybe 150, 200 people have listened to that particular podcast where we talked about the Patriot Correct. Party. Okay. And yet all over the country, I, I see it on Twitter and Gilded and Parlor and Facebook, the Patriot Party is popping up everywhere. Blown up. It is now, already. It's well, popping with up our everywhere. symbol. And we're all using the same logo, the same symbol. Yeah, there's variations here and there, but we all decided to use the, the lion, lion with the red, white, and blue. With the red, white, and blue yep. as a symbol for the Patriot Party organically, independent of each other. Yep. I have no contact with these people in California that have started the Patriot party or New York that have started the Patriot party or Texas that have started the Patriot party already. It's out there. By the way, for all of those people out there that have started your own groups in other States, please call us, please please email, email, email. Even if you don't want to call because you want to associate a name or a number with it, please email us. So that way we can get with you. We can send you the forms we need you to sign because for us to become a national party, it is a form deal. It is, uh, I've got to get a certain number of us all involved, enough constituents in one group. Once we get the numbers up and we get the money up, 
then we move forward and it becomes a whole separate issue. And then we've got to make, then we got to do some real serious fundraising. We've got to get somebody on the ticket. Uh, all we need is one person. It has to be a national race. It cannot be a local race. It has to be a national race, which we're talking, uh, the house, the Senate, uh, it could be a fucking federal judge for Christ's sake. Um, it doesn't matter, but it has to be a national race. It cannot be, and it can be in one state. It doesn't necessarily have to be Georgia. It doesn't have to be Texas. It doesn't have to be Michigan. It doesn't have to be Connecticut. It has to be one place in one state where one party is representing this person. Once we're recognized there, that's it. It's all downhill from there. That's how the Tea Party did it. That's how uh, the Green Party did it. Um, that's how the Republicans did it. That's how the Democrats did it. Because you got to remember before the Democrats and the Republicans, it was the Whigs and the Tories. Which and I know holdovers from the British system. I'm dating a bunch of you motherfuckers because a bunch of you don't even know that we used to call them the Whigs and the Tories. But if you go back in time, that's what it was. That's what the Republicans and the Democrats were. And they were holdovers from the British parliamentary system. But guess what? Now we're going to, Something completely different because, again, this party is for the people, of the people, through the people, with the people, not because of the people. No, no, no it is because of the people, not over Over the, the people. people, correct. Because of the people, not over the people. So remember, this party is bigger, and you have to sign a declaration that says, "With hey, if you are going to be with us, if you want our support – you're going to do it for eight years and then you're done. Term you're limits. out. You have a term limit because nobody else wants fucking term limits right now. We need to start pushing that. Because and the reason if that our they don't party want starts term limits it, is because they want to continue to keep getting all that lobbying money. But if our party starts it, every other party is going to start asking, well, why aren't we doing this? And guess what? It's going to catch on like wildfire. It's just like cancer, AIDS, you name the epidemic. <laughs> It's going to catch on. It's going to spread. People are going to be like, hey, why aren't we involved in this? Why aren't we doing this in our party? Why aren't we requiring our people? Hey, eight years and you're out. It's a big deal. It's a social mirroring thing. We're kind of going back into that. But now we're handing out our playbook to them. Fuck them. They don't need our playbook. If you want to know more, please just email us. We'll we'll email you. We'll tell you all the shit we want to do. Um, this is a big deal. This party means more than uh, it's bigger than just me and V land It's bigger than this, this podcast. We're just trying to promote it via this podcast. We're trying to, we couldn't think of a better way to do it than to get our voices out there where you could hear us and hear that we're real fucking Americans. I work every goddamn day. I work, I work two jobs more than most people should. And I'm fucking retired. So I'm already retired from one job and I'm working two more jobs that I can retire from. So tell me where I'm wrong and what I'm saying. If you're doing the same thing, you're me. You're just as frustrated as I am. You're tired of this shit. Oh, by the way, we're in fucking Georgia. You want to know what's going on in fucking Georgia right now? It is a gigantic clusterfuck. Yeah, it is. There are more ads going out. There's more. There's over $100 million that is been spent per candidate. That's four candidate. That's four hundred million, eight hundred million dollars to be precise for all the candidates in Georgia. Eight hundred million dollars. That is three times more than we spent on the national election in Georgia. Oh, by the way, 
our uh, this was on a local liberal fucking news source this morning. I heard it that we've already had close to two billion people vote. Two million. Or, or was it two million? Well, there's not two billion people in. No, there's not. Georgia. That's why I was a little confused by no. the numbers. I thought they said billion, but okay, it could have been a million. Two million people vote early vote in the state of Georgia, which is almost three times more than what we had during the national election. So now I'm really fucking confused because, wait a minute, if we had 2 million people vote already, and that was like three times more than what we had in the national election, and nothing's really changed in Georgia. Our state policies per COVID are the same. Nothing's changed. What the fuck changed? Why have we had so many more people vote early in this election than we did in the last? So I'm really interested to see what happens on Tuesday. I want you all to be watching Tuesday. I want every Republican, every patriot out there. I want you all watching on Tuesday. Why? Because it's important. You might see something different than what we see. You might hear something reported differently than what we see. And listen to me. I know a bunch of you don't want to do it. You have to watch the fucking MSMs. I know that fucking blows. They're more liable to fuck up than anybody else. They're going to fuck up before anybody else does. We need to know those fuck-ups before they happen. We need to be able to report on those fuck-ups before they happen. We need to be able to go out and call them on their bullshit before it happens. So this is important. I need everybody to watch everything they can watch. Be open-minded. I listen to liberal new podcasts all the fucking time. I fucking can't stand it. I I want to stab myself in the eyeball. I probably, that's why I have a problem with my eyes right now is because I've been stabbing myself in the eyeball because I'm so tired of their bullshit. But we have got to watch this shit. If you're not watching it, you're not helping the party. And we have got to do this. I heard a really good number, a really good statistic that if nothing happens on January 6th, more people are more likely to look at the Patriot Party. As much as I don't want anything to happen on January 6th, I really want a lot of shit to happen on January 6th because I don't – I want the Patriot Party to be something that is kind of sitting in the background that everybody's worried about. And at the same time, if if everything goes well, if everything's all hunky-dory, if, you know, if, uh, if they, they pull off an amazing troll – on the sixth, as we're expecting, and Trump comes Trump, back into Trump power. Trump comes back, and Trump wins, and he is our president on January twenty-first. Well, what then? Well, guess what? We are not giving up the Patriot Party. This is not just about reelecting Trump. This actually isn't really about Trump at all. No, although he is the guy that started it. He is the guy that started it. He said "fuck you" to the mainstream media. All we're doing is we're echoing it. We're holding up the same middle finger. We're saying, hold my beer. And if you don't believe me, there's my beer. Yeah, thanks. Hold my beer. Watch this. That's what we're doing. I am not joking. This is something that he started. He is the prognosticator of this. All we're doing is seeing this through. That's it. We're going to carry this torch. We're going to bear the burden. As a people, and we're going to remind the two-party system that exists right now that there's a third party just waiting in the wind. Donald Trump just happens to keep his foot on our neck. 
And it'll be easier to get the party going with Donald Trump in office, but it might be more fun to do it without him. It might be. <laughs> Just because we could be bigger pains in the ass that way. And we're really good at that. Well, we really are. To be better, yeah, pricks in the side. I mean, I wouldn't say pains in the ass, but pricks in the side, we're definitely better in that aspect. But it's not, we don't want to see it to come to that. I'd rather see Donald Trump stay in office, but if we have to, if we have to do something, it, you're honestly, you're 100% right. It would be better that he was in office because then we don't have to worry about going to jail. Mm-hmm. And that's it. And that's the biggest part. Yeah. Um, so Outside of him not being there, then we have to worry about going to jail. Before we wrap this up, which we're going to wrap it up shortly, because um, might not go quite as long as we've gone in the past. I'm pretty close. Um, I don't know what time we're we at. Let me see. I'm not even looking at that. I'm watching. Okay. No, we're actually 30 minutes short right now. Well, there you go. Look It'll that. take us a half an hour to wrap it up anyway. Yeah, it will. So people have been asking me a lot, especially on the Gilded, what can we do to help? And I'll tell you, it's it's just been amazing. So um, I put a call out the other day. I, I put a list out, actually, I think on Discord. I said, we need uh, graphic designers. We're going to start selling merchandise. All the proceeds are going to go directly to the Patriot Party. It will be considered a donation. Um, so when you buy a Patriot Party shirt or sweatshirt, which will be available on Amazon here Hopefully within shortly. The, within the week, I would think. It would be a um, 5013C, which you're going to be able to tax deduct from your taxes. We're actually starting that. I actually have some lawyers looking into already declaring us a 5013C, um, which is a political party platform, and which means that you are now tax exempt um, for certain things, and we can give tax exemptions, which is a big deal. Um, I know a lot of people say, well, well, that's bullshit. Well, no, it's not actually. Actually, it's a big deal because we're actually be giving you're giving to a political party, which is a political stance, which in technicality per U.S. tax law, you are tax exempt from that. OK, so without the legalese, that's great. So we have we have a couple of lawyers that are assisting us. Yep. Um, we're trying to get more. We so we can definitely use, use some more. more. So if you are a lawyer, if you know a lawyer, if you're best friend's cousin's uncle is a lawyer and you think he's a patriot, please give him our email because we could use all the help that we could get right Absolutely. now. But beyond that, um, we're also looking for web designer. I've, I've had a couple people potentially offer, but same thing. Uh, we'll be starting a, our own website here soon for the Patriot Party. So if you're a web designer and you want to help out, by all means, please email us. We can use that help too. But really what we need help with right now and this is right now in the moment. I'm not talking about the Patriot Party anymore, and I'm not talking about the future anymore. I'm talking about right now. Get in WikiLeaks and start digging. Please dig. If you find something interesting, email it to us. So, I'll put it out there, and I'll give you credit for it all day long. Hey, this person sent me this, and you don't have to give me a real name. I really don't care. I'll call you by whatever Twitter handle or internet name you want to use. Um, I, I, I want you to get the credit for the research. There's so much of Folks, it there. Folks, there is, uh, uh, I've already done the, I had a friend of mine, he did the tally on the documents that re re was released. There's a little bit over 6.3 billion pieces of paper in the WikiLeaks that was just released. Now understand how big that is. That is absolutely, he released uh, 1.67 terabytes worth of information. So dig, please. There is tons dig. of shit in there. Dig. Please dig. 
Get in there, get in the weeds. If you don't understand it, ask a question. If you think it's something, ask a question. I if it did, just makes your spidey senses tingle, I did, send it to us. I did notice something on this one that I've never seen before on the WikiLeaks stuff before in the past. They did start blotting out information, headers, source headers, subject headers, um, information within the – that's the first time I've ever seen that. Redacted. Yeah, they've been re already redacted, which makes me wonder where they got it from. I don't think they got it from the original source. I think they stole it from somewhere else, which does it add to credibility? Nah, not necessarily because when you got Uma Abedin actually talking about Epstein – and a couple other people in Congress in the same email talking about, hey, are you going to the island, wink, wink, this weekend? And people are saying, yeah, you're kind of like, yeah, you're not going there for legit means. You're probably going there to bang fucking kids, and there's a problem there. But so if we can, the whole reason that this information went out was so that people could dig into it and find out all the dirty shit about the people that we already know are corrupt. Here's the proof. We just have to find it. Remember, Q said somebody that we thought would be an enemy would become an ally and or a friend within the days before Trump is reelected. Notice that Trump still hasn't been reelected yet. So we're days before still. And somebody else has narrowed that down to seven days before. And that just happened to drop on the 30th of December, seven days before the 6th of January. It just, I don't know, maybe it's just me saying it. And I just think uh, maybe I'm a fucking retard. But I got to think that there's something to that when you put those two things together, that seven days before the 6th, this drops. It just fits too perfectly together for it to be a coincidence. Yeah, those are puzzle pieces that Mick can't even call theories of mine. That that just fits. That's 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 not even a fit. It's not even a quinky dink. It's just it is what it is. I mean, look at it. God, I hope Clemson is losing right now. I don't know who's winning. <laughs> I haven't seen my phone, so I gotta look at the scores. I apologize. But oh it, my goodness! Notre Dame lost horribly, and I'm fucking embarrassed I'm, as all shit. Just like every American male's attention span, after an hour and a half, we delve into football. football. We have to. We don't have any choice. No, it's the fucking. Football. It's the goddamn. I don't give a fuck. The college football playoffs. Okay, it's, no one gives a shit about football They're actually playing anymore. for it now. I no mean, one cares like about football anymore. But either way, the point is, people, she's right. There, it's out there. The information's out there. If you don't know where to get it, go to the Gilded. Go to our website. We will post it. Or not our website, but our the show, uh, notes. The show notes. We will post how to get in there. Um, get in there. Dig through the information. It's there. I can only do so much. I am one man. And when I was going through it, I realized how much information's in there. Trying to put emails together and the fact that they're off by about three months from the month you... <laughs> If you open up October, you're looking at September months. Well, that's only one month. Though. Well, no, no, no. I mean, September the year before. Mm. So that's like well, that's bad. More than that's more months. than yeah, more than three months. But they're all off pretty much. They're off a lot. Um, so, but that's just the way they have to post them. I kind of get why they did it that way, but they're trying to tell you that hey, um, they even separated some certain emails to a certain part that I'm still going through right now, email for email. 
we're talking election emails and shit like that that took place in 2016. There's actually some really interesting emails as to her loss and the night uh, leading up to her loss when they said, hey, Trump's winning. And some things that she said, she said, well, one of the things I've already seen was, by God, I wish there was a pandemic. And I thought that was really fucking interesting considering what just happened. Uh, the fact that it's coming out now, a lot of people are going to say, well, that's speculative. Yeah. Oh yeah, sure. It's speculative. You can say it's speculative all you want, but you know what? You put together enough circumstantial evidence and you have a case even without a body. Yep. And that is, they've proved a lot of murders that way. So I always tell people, look, uh, take it with a grain of salt, but do your research. It's out there. Please start looking into it. If you get something like, like Milan said, email us. We will we'll put you on blast. If you really think strongly enough about it and I can read it and I can see it and I can say, that's a great question without a, a very simple answer, then guess what? I will put you on blast. Your name's going to go with it and you're going to carry with it. And I don't care who in the conspiracy realm answers it. But as long as we get an answer to it and you're satisfied, I'm satisfied. Well, here's one more question before we end this for this evening. The question of the day today. What if? Is Pence going to jail? Is Pence a good guy or a bad guy? That is the question of the day. And here are the puzzle pieces. Okay. So Pence was originally supposed to take a trip. Um, I think the traditional farewell tour that the vice president takes at the end of term, right? Uh, he was supposed to take an international trip immediately after January 6th to go to um, Israel and a couple other places, whatnot, where our friends are. Mm -hmm. And he canceled that. Why would he cancel that? Well, why would he cancel that? You tell me. So there's two reasons that he would cancel that in my mind that I can see. What's number one? Why take a farewell tour if you're not going anywhere? Thank you. So why are you even asking a question you already know the answer to? Well, because. So yeah. Why, why am I are, always, why am I why are you asking because, a question to the because a whole bunch has come out today yep. and it's primarily from Linwood who um, at this point I'm not sure if Linwood is a prophet or is completely off his fucking rocker uh, honestly it's I'm, I'm not sure I do know that Linwood is deliberately trying to get people to sue him he's a defamation lawyer he he went on Twitter and he called John Roberts a freaking pedo on yeah, Twitter. Yeah, and he tried, he uh, like Roberts literally is a, is a pedo. poked the bear. So, he said, hey, yeah. come here. Come what on. are you going to do? Come on. Because he wants them to sue him because he knows that if they sue him, then hello, you have, you can get all the evidence you want in discovery. And yep. I think he already knows where that evidence is and exactly where to look for it and, and where to get it. He just needs essentially the court's permission in discovery to do that. So that just no. Actually, that, I think he's got a, a a better plan than that. I actually think his discovery plans are a little bit more advanced than what you think. I think he'll get access to stuff that he does not currently have access to okay. in discovery. But he knows it's there. But he knows it's he there. Knows so it's he's there. picking a but fight see, specifically. Right and that and that leads to my point that you as well think that Lynn Wood is onto something. That maybe he's not off his rocker. He actually knows that. It's not that. So it, hold not on. Time that, out. Time out. Before you start pinning me in a corner. 
Okay. <laughs> because I'm very careful about the way I word what I word. Mm-hmm. It's not that I think that Linwood is not onto something. It's not that I, I don't think that Linwood is trying to pick a fight in a certain direction. I'm thinking that Linwood picks his battles in a very specific arena. Well, and that arena in which he picks his battles in for certain people would end them, i.e. John Roberts, Supreme Court justices. He's like picking a fight like, hey, look, come at me. Come at me, bitch. I, I, I'll get you, but come at me because I want to learn everything you know. So his fight of the day is with Pence. Which I... I so he said, too bad, nine hours ago, too bad we didn't get New Year's wish list. If we did, I know three things I would want on my my list. Number one, Secretary Pompeo in charge of the Senate on 1-6 after Pence is arrested. Number two, General Flynn to be appointed as vice president by Donald Trump. And number three, four more Trump years. So number one. For, and see, this, this, though, this kind of throws me off, too, because if Pence is arrested if pence is unable to serve as the president of the senate during the electoral count votes then it automatically falls to the speaker the, of the house no it falls yeah, to the it falls to no three. it falls to the senate pro form well well senate pro form who yes is chuck grassley yes who is the sergeant in arms yes he is chuck grassley is yep. the senate pro form yep. so how could pompeo rule the senate if grassley is because if okay, so one more time, you have to read the rules within. That's why I'm asking. I, I see what he's. I see what he's going after, and this is my problem with it. Okay, the rules that we're talking about. So let's just say on the whole offshoot that Pence is arrested, right? The United States cannot continue without a vice president. A vice president, because we have the president. We have the vice president. It is per election law. It is per the Constitution. You have to have both. That being said, at that point, the president has so many days to name a vice president. Okay, if Pence is arrested, uh, but so you think that the president would temporarily name Secretary Pompeo as vice president? To, not temporarily. I well, think it would, well, yes, I think he would step. I think Pompeo would step up, not without a shadow of a doubt in my mind. Because Pompeo believes the same thing the president believes. I think Pompeo would step up and say, hey, I'll be your vice president. And then eventually what would happen is Pompeo would go back to being secretary of state and on, the president would mean a new vice president on January 20th. General Flynn mm-hmm. as his vice president. But I also believe that if that were to happen... Pence would have had to have done something so egregious he could not be pardoned for it. Well, and that goes back and to that the goes, note that he received at Bush's funeral with all the other traitors that we know about. Which is? The, the list of the traitors or the note? No, which is, well, both the note and the traitors. Well, what was in the note? What was in the traitors? Because somebody might not know what you're talking so, about. So uh, George Bush Sr.'s funeral... Um, the Bushes, the Obamas, Pence, um, who I just watched that video the other day too, to watch their reactions. Uh, the Clintons, um, a couple others got notes. Org. 
Where was no, Sean? he didn't, because he was looking around going, how come I didn't get a note? He was, oh, Gerald? Yeah, he didn't. Yeah, Carter. No, Carter. Carter, thinking Carter. Of Carter. Carter, Carter, didn't, Carter. Carter did not get a note. So it was um, it was the Clintons, the Bushes, the Obamas, and Pence's wife, actually, who got a note. And supposedly, and I say supposedly because it's all over the Internet, but I have not personally seen the note. So I can't say 100%. Supposedly the note was from... George Bush Sr. and all it said was, they know everything. I'm sorry. So. What does that mean to you? Well, you know, we call it the Bush option for a reason. No, we call it the Pence option for a reason. (laughs) No, I meant the Bush option where the Bush option, um, you know, after conspiracy theories broke that George Bush didn't die of natural causes, that he actually took the, the, death option uh, to make it look good, to save face, to save his legacy. So he opted to die quietly. Oh, you're talking about the conspiracy Bush option. Yeah, the conspiracy Bush option. All right. All right. So, so let me, let me, let me just play. Let me, let me me play this devil. Let me just play this devil's advocate, right? Mm -hmm. If Bush did that, let's just say Bush did, get notes handed out of his funeral because he decided to take his own life, okay? Oh, I didn't say he took his own life. I said he took the option. I think they executed him as a traitor, but then they said it was natural causes. Well, that's weird because that just... He's a, he, he was a sitting ex-president. Protect the legacy. If you actually indict mm. and convict a president as a traitor, does it negate his entire term? No. No. Okay. But, and the reason I say that, look at that Alexander Hamilton. He's still considered a president, and for half of it, we also consider him a traitor for that half of it. And so. I haven't, I haven't seen that movie. It's not a fucking movie, <laughs> bitch. It's a fucking book. Read it. Um, I. I <laughs> My point is this, okay? If those notes were handed out, why didn't Bill Clinton like kill himself the day after? That, that's my point. Why is why is Bill Clinton still alive? Well, we don't know that Bill Clinton is. Still I alive. know there's a lot of debate right now going on around he, on the internet on the conspiracy chats. Stop, stop, listen to me. I know that right now there's a lot of shit going on about Bill Clinton being alive, whether he's alive or dead. I've seen all the bullshit rumor. My point is this. Why didn't he just give up? Bill Clinton would have killed himself almost immediately because if you do not believe that Bill Clinton's not knee deep in the middle of this Epstein Island of course and he is. everything else, then you're fucking higher than a kite. I wish. But why but, didn't he just give up and kill himself? Yeah, why not? Well, are we going to give up? No, but... And we don't have as much of a vested interest in it as he did, right? So... He, I mean, he no, was, he he's was got a lot more. Yeah, exactly. He has a hugely vested interest in yeah. keeping himself out of jail. No, keeping himself alive. Keeping himself because alive. Because he's more worried about dying right then, now well, because there's going to be a lot of people I mean, that look kill who him. because who he's married to. He should be worried about dying he right is now. next. And he's got to know that he's next. If there's one person right now that's least worried about being killed off by the deep state, it's Joe Biden. Because he is the newly elected, according to their rules, 
president. Well, at least until after the inauguration. Yeah. But well, then, then that's a different then, story. Like I said, then it, becomes, hit list, then it becomes a whole different story because now we're talking about, well, your food taster is the worst job to have because you will die. I mean, that's just horrible. But again, why, why wouldn't, why would Bill Clinton go kill himself? I mean, maybe that's what started this whole thing. Are you kidding? Bill Clinton's got so hard. Bill Clinton's got a fatter mouth than fucking Hillary does. He will talk faster than anybody else. That is like a known fact. He will burn faster than anybody else. He put more questionable shit into power that still exists today than anybody else did. Bill Clinton's got way more to lose than anybody else does. Mm-hmm. More than Jimmy Carter, more than Ronald Reagan, more than George Bush Jr., more than senior. Bill Clinton's fucked on so many different levels. Because he started the deep state. He is the deep state. He is the leader of the deep state right now. If you actually look at the time frame, he is the guy that started everything. So they, I mean. What, they skipped over him just because, oh, shit? I don't think they're just going to, I mean, I don't, with everything that they control, with everything that they've done, I don't just see them giving up and killing themselves because they got a note. Regardless of what the note said. Obviously, it was pretty is bad enough that George Bush Sr. killed himself, according to what you know. I didn't say he killed himself. I said that I thought he was executed as a traitor. He could have been, but he said that they know everything. Who's they, they? They know everything. Who is they? Who is they? Who is they? I would think that would be Trump and his administration or his friends, not even his administration because there's lots of snakes in that den. But well, let's leave friends. it out there like this, okay? Um, I'm going to say that we... The American people know a lot more. We've become much more educated of what's been going on in American politics than what the deep state wants us to know about. Oh, for damn sure. So that being said, stay educated, motherfuckers. Keep reading. Keep being fuckers. Poke the bear. Don't be afraid to. Who gives a fuck what they do to you? They cannot do anything to you. Don't wear masks. Educate yourself. If you get vaccinated, guess what? Now you just join my crew. We're just going to die. We're going to die happy. And guess what? We're on that small bus. Just look for me. I'll pick you up. Don't worry about it. We'll all be on that little bus together talking about dick jokes, dick and fart jokes. You know what we're talking about. If you've followed me, if you know anything about me, you know that that's my big my big game. And I love pussy, and I think it's funny. Um, stick with it. And I'm a capital cunt. This is all part of the plan. Stick with the plan. Follow the plan. Be patient. Be calm. Because right now I don't need you to be a bunch of fucking wackos. You'll know the time. It's time to be crazy. Because you're going to hear me locking and loading. I'll be like, hey, I'm ready to go to war. It's coming. But we're not there yet. We're not there yet. Right now. The what if is you need to prepare you, yourself, your family. Your loved ones, make sure you have a plan. Make sure you know what you're going to do. If you're going to stick around, stick around. I welcome you. I welcome everyone who wants to fight. I will 100% take you up under my wing. We'll go kill motherfuckers. Outside of that, if you don't want to fight, if you're not willing to lay your life down for this country, I, I ask you to take the second road, leave. Come back after, but be a patriot, be patriotic enough to identify yourself as such. 
don't lose your faith in what we're doing because what we're doing will prevail. I'm telling you, you cannot keep this many people down for this long and expect them just to deal with it. Ask the British. They know all about it. <laughs> Trust me. I was the first mother. Here's okay. I'm going to end this podcast with a mixed story. Oh, Jesus. So no shit. There I am. Washington, D.C. This is what? Uh, uh, 17 years, 18, 17 years ago. 17 years ago. I'm standing there in uniform. Staff Sergeant Mick standing there at the White House waiting for these British fucks. And I say British fucks in, uh, you know, fuck. I've got the most respect because I didn't realize who they were because at that time I didn't put my American history together with who I was meeting with. So there I am. This British colonel comes up to me and he goes, I am here to we're here for the tour. I said, OK, well, let's go. I'm here to guide you and I'm your guide for this tour. I walk these fucks into the White House. And uh, the fucks that I'm walking in the White House, one of the Secret Service, uh, he's one of the uniform guys. He's not a Secret Service agent. He's not an agent per se. He is a uniform Secret Service agent and that he wears a uniform. He's got a badge on. He's got U.S. Secret Service on his shoulder. He's basically a cop. He, he leans over to me and he goes, hey, man. He goes, hey, yeah. He searched those guys for fucking uh, matches. I look at him and I'm like, he said, matches? Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, what are you fucking talking about matches for? He goes, hey, dude, look at the fucking wall. So I look up and there's a picture of the White House and it is fucking on fire. I mean, I'm talking. This is a tool armor right here. We're, we're calling out all engines. We're getting everybody out there. We need as much water as we can put on this bitch, right? That's the picture, not the actual White House. And so I look back at this guy and go, what are you talking about? He goes, you see that picture? I said, yeah. And he says, hey, those, these are the fucking guys that did that. I'm like. They don't look 200 years old. I'm like, they're not fucking 200 years old. He goes, I, I know that dumbass. He's like, they're the fucking unit. I was like, you're fucking kidding me. He goes, no. And I was like, these guys are. He goes, yeah. He said, you see, see they had a green feather sticking out of their bread. What it identified them was as dragoons. The green dragoons, <clears throat> in case you're wondering. I know everybody goes, oh, the Patriot Green Dragoons. They were the ones that chased down and murdered civilians and blah. Yeah, they did a lot more than that. They also burnt the fucking White House down. That unit was the same unit that burnt the first White House down. Um, the Green Dragoons have been in America for a very long time. And he goes, hey, dumbass. Yeah, that fucking unit is the same. I was like, no fucking shit. And he goes, no, it is. So immediately I turned to this colonel and I said, hey, I'm going to need you all to empty out your pockets. And I started carrying around this tray. And the colonel looks at me and goes, what the fuck are you talking about? And I look at the guy and I'm like, hey, dude, <laughs> I just found out that you guys burnt this shit down. I want to make sure none of you motherfuckers have lighters or matches on you. And they all busted out fucking laughing hysterically because they thought it was hysterical that I, I, A, I even thought this, but B, the fact I was asking for them to empty out their, their pockets so I could find matches and <laughs> fucking lighters and shit. And all these motherfuckers smoked. So everybody had a fucking lighter on them. So I'm like, all right, there's like way too many lighters. I'm at lighter count like 90. I have no idea how many <laughs> lighters are here. 
And I'm throwing him all of the secret service agents. I said, you're going to hold on to him and keep him in order? He's like, no. And I was just <laughs> like, well, this is going to be interesting when you all come back through, but we're going to have a bag full of lighters. You guys can figure out whose lighters who. And we went on with the tour. But the, the fact I had no idea who these guys were, I was just like, I was completely stumped. I was like, holy shit. I had no idea. But then as you start to learn about history, you find out about the shit. And yeah, these guys legitimately, the Green Dragoons, you can go look it up. They were the ones that burnt down the, the, the White House in 1918. Um, the first White House, it burnt to the ground. Uh, They're the ones who did it. Uh, it is crazy. Uh, it's nuts. But they did it. So, so it, the moral of the story is that Mick, Mick prevented history from repeating itself 17 years ago when the, dream, the Green Dragoons returned to the White House. He removed all of their flame-making capabilities. Potential, potential to the White House. Yeah. No, that's that's not the moral of the story. The moral of the story is that history repeats itself. So to end this with a little hope, in 1776, we fought and won our freedom. History repeats itself. 2021. We might have to do it again, yep. but if we do have to do it again, we're going to do the same thing again. We're going to fight and we're going to win our freedom. You're damn straight. And there ain't no question about that. As a matter of fact, I'm to the point where, you know what, babe, yeah. I ain't going to take it no more. Yeah.